You're listening to ReachMD XM233, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Maurice Picker, your host, and with me today is Dr. Joel Kaplan, Chairman of the Board of the Chicago Lighthouse for People Who Are Blind and Visually Impaired. Dr. Kaplan is also a retinal specialist. Thank you, Dr. Kaplan, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Today we're going to discuss this very interesting institution that's been in Chicago for over 101 years that provides help to the visually impaired. Dr. Kaplan, could you tell me a little bit about the Lighthouse? Well, the Chicago Lighthouse is the nation's most comprehensive rehabilitation and educational facility for people who are blind or visually impaired. Uh, We have been in existence for uh, 101 years, and we uh, service people from birth to actually over to death. Uh, we uh, have babies that are born blind that we uh, uh, provide services for, and of course we carry through with our services all the way to for seniors that have uh, visual problems. Dr. Kaplan, how did you get involved with this organization? Well, I uh, first became aware of the Chicago Lighthouse during my training uh, when uh, I was a resident in ophthalmology. And then uh, later on, while I was in practice, I would refer patients who needed uh, low visual care. And after I retired, I decided to uh, become more involved with the institution. I would like to say that the institution does not provide any actual medical care or anything, but we provide services for people who uh, we often say are left behind, and we uh, just try to support them so that they are, uh, if they're young enough to uh, work and, uh, and have employment, or else just to improve their general uh, self-satisfaction with their life. What are some of the programs that enrich these people's lives? Well, starting uh, from our uh, early uh, age, we have our Birth to Three program where we provide services for uh, children that are born blind. These children usually have only the single disability, and uh, we start sending teachers to the home when the child is approximately four months old or maybe even younger because we want to first educate the parent and then we uh, work with the child in the home so that they can eventually mainstream in the uh, regular schools. Uh, We also have programs for more disabled children, and we have a school for them. We have approximately 35 students in that program. But then we also provide the uh, textbooks and all of the educational material for all the blind or visually impaired children in the state of Illinois, for the whole state. And that's approximately 4,000 students. And uh, we... uh, provide them with this material up through uh, the, uh, the uh, 12th grade. We also have programs, uh, Lighthouse Industries, where we employ people in the manufacture of goods and services. Those people are all visually impaired that you employ? All visually impaired, yes, yes. What do you make there? Well, we make, for one thing, wall clocks. We are the sole producer of wall clocks for the United States government. Every government facility in this country, post office, Congress, White House, Veterans Administration buildings, purchases their wall clocks from the Chicago Lighthouse. And these clocks are manufactured by people who are blind. Uh, Everyone that works in our uh, industry is blind and and they uh, produce these clocks, and they have to have an accuracy. They can lose about one-tenth of a second per 24 hours. 
because they are used in military facilities, and uh, we're quite proud of that. Do you have a clinic, actually, that helps people adapt to their low vision? We do. We have a low vision clinic on our main campus, and then we have seven satellite clinics scattered throughout the greater Chicago area. And uh, these clinics first provide a thorough evaluation of the visual capacity of the individual. And then through uh, various devices, we try to enhance uh, what uh, remaining vision they do have. This can be through magnification, through telescopic lenses. Then if we're still not able to provide them with adequate vision to do what they would like to do or what they need to do, we have an adaptive technology center that enhances uh, their ability to read with scanners. They can either enlarge the print or actually change the print to voice. And then we do have a a whole computer program where we uh, teach people to use computers even if they might be totally blind. If you've just joined us, you're listening to ReachMDXM233, the channel for medical professionals. I'm your host, Dr. Maurice Pickard, and with me today is Dr. Joel Kaplan, retinal specialist and chairman of the board of the Chicago Lighthouse. And we're talking about the various aids and techniques that have come into play to help the visually impaired. It's probably not uncommon for somebody who is beginning to lose his vision and recognize it not to tell his employer. Are you the type of person he might contact while he struggles with his gradually increasing disability? Absolutely, and we have a program that we go out to the uh, corporations and businesses in Chicago, and we always say to them, it's not if you have an employee who needs our help, but it's just a question of when. And, uh, you know, most uh, people that are losing their vision are very, very upset about this, and they're very concerned because it is difficult uh, for a person with a visual impairment to get a job. Unfortunately, uh, 70% of the adult blind uh, individuals are unemployed in this country, and uh, that goes up to 90% with people of color. So when someone starts losing their vision, they're quite upset and quite worried. And uh, uh, what we do is we're able to, if they're doing office work, by the way, if they're doing that, we can come in with our adaptive technology uh, center workers and provide their computer with all different programs so that they can continue working to enlarge the font so they could see better, to have visual uh, and voice-activated combinations. And uh, we are able to save many, many people to save their jobs, and we have done that. Plus the fact we have an employment agency that uh, just this past year we were able to place 125 blind people with jobs in the greater Chicago area. Those statistics are uh, are shocking. Do you think that there is still discrimination against the visually impaired? Oh, no question about it. I don't think it's as great as it was, or maybe it's not as overt, but I, I do believe that it's still out there. And uh, the liability factor is something that all corporations are very concerned about. And if a person is blind or visually impaired, that it just increases that uh, a concern. Can your organization or any national eye uh, association work with the insurance industry? We try to, and uh, I don't know that we've been very successful with it or in changing their attitude, but we are constantly trying to do that. Are you an advocate for, in, in a political sense, 
for the visually impaired. Oh, yes, yes, greatly. What form does that take? Well, the uh, interesting forms about it is that just to try to maintain the allotment of money that the state governments and the federal government are providing for uh, agencies such as ours. There is such a need for money because we have more people that we have to service, and also the government are uh, always reducing their funding and their uh, amounts of allocations. And so we uh, have to take a large amount of time to have political uh, political access and anything. Just with our instructional material center, that center that I was telling you about, that provided uh, books and uh, devices for school children. Two years ago, the state reduced our budget by 50%, and we had to go down and lobby for days and weeks almost to try to get that money back. And we didn't at that time, but we were fortunate to get a grant from a private uh, foundation that supplemented our budget and matched the amount that we had lost. And then this past year, we went back to the state and had the full amount reinstated. Where is it? the rest of your funding come from? Well, we get government funds, we get state funds, we get grants from private foundations, and our industries also brings money in, and then, of course, private uh, charitable donations. So we figure that we get approximately one quarter from uh, government funding. We get about one quarter from private foundations, and we get one quarter from the sale of our uh, products, and then one quarter from uh, individuals. This is a national problem, and our audience is a national one. How can people, doctors as well as patients who may be listening get the kind of information that you would offer them? Well, they can do two things. They can go to our website or they can call the Chicago Lighthouse directly. And uh, in addition to that, you can uh, go on the Internet and uh, uh, look up the American Foundation for the Blind or the National uh, Foundation for Blind. They're both uh, two separate organizations. But you can just contact the Chicago Lighthouse and we would refer that person to their uh, local facility. The Americans with Disability Act, did that do something to help the visually impaired? Oh, yes, yes. I think it uh, definitely did. It uh, made it much more difficult for employers to uh, get rid of workers that were having some visual problems, and it also alluded them to the fact that there are uh, organizations out there that will be able to uh, help these people to maybe not do the exact job that they had before, but maybe doing something else that would be of value to the company and so that they uh, do not need to be fired and they could continue uh, doing their job and supporting themselves and their family. If a client of yours came, could you also direct them to Social Security disability insurance programs or supplementary security income programs? Well, we could, but we don't. We would just provide them with uh, that information uh, and the numbers. We do not have a liaison with uh, those. But you would make them aware. Oh, well, yeah. Because I would imagine that many people don't know the various federal programs that are available to them. Oh, that's for sure. Uh, that's uh, very, very important. And we do have a social service uh, program that we provide uh, information, all subjects. In reading the newspaper, I get the impression that our country is focusing on blindness in the third world. 
that Jimmy Carter's plan to provide medication for river blindness is often catching the headlines. Do you think there's anything like your kind of program existing in the third world? And if not, is there a need for something like this? Well, I'm sure there's a need. I don't really think that there is a real program like this. And the reason probably is uh, strictly a financial one, that the funds are going to try to wipe out disease and uh, there isn't anything left over to uh, provide the supportive care for those that have been permanently impaired. I want to thank Dr. Joel Kaplan, who's been our guest, and we've been discussing Lighthouse of Chicago, an institution to help the visually impaired. I'm Dr. Maurice Pickard, and you've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable of Reach MDXM 233, the channel for medical professionals. For comments and questions, send your emails to xm at reachmd.com. Thank you for listening.